Hello and welcome to episode two of Pointing Fingers, the podcast. Have to say, after the first episode, Sean and I are really excited to um, get more into it, keep adding more stuff. We are currently trying to recruit a substitute teacher to make a good intro for us. Because, you know, budget's tight, Sean. Budget is tight. We're trying to find volunteers to help us out. Uh, We got no money to spend. Um, So, hopefully, next episode we'll have a good intro. Maybe the audio will be a little bit better. So, we're really excited to get into that. Just bear with us. Yes, please. And uh, we love all the support. We got a bunch of feedback on that first episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, you guys seem to think we're kind of funny. So, that's awesome. Um, Sean. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a little thing that uh, we'll kind of talk more about uh, later in the podcast, but uh, a little bit of a problem with mine, of mine. Um, but hopefully you can help me figure this out and tell me what to do. I mean, I don't know if I'll have the answers, but definitely talk about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely the stress of final weeks or finals week. It's definitely here, you know, like, it's weird because you still want to hang out with friends. Your friends are coming home, you're seeing them, but you still have to kind of focus on school when you really don't want to focus on school. All about time management. All time management. And obviously, our way of time management is recording a podcast so we can avoid doing more work. <laughs> yes. Um, I want to start off this podcast, I have another thing to say, um, about guilty pleasures. Mm, I think this would be a good thing to discuss. Good place to Episode start. two. <laughs> Um, recently I have been not having a f- case on my phone and I love having a case without a phone. Mm. No, the mm. uh, opposite of that. I said case without a phone. A phone without a case. A phone without a case. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I personally keep a case on my phone, um, uh, just because I'm a, I'm a clumsy motherfucker. Clumsy <laughs> dude. <laughs> And uh, I'm sure that it would break. I've gone through many phones. Um, quick story for you. Uh, my most recent phone breakage um, was about two years back. It was freshman year of college. Um, was kind of new to the partying scene. Um, had a little bit too much to drink. As, uh, as freshmen do in as college. Freshmen do. <laughs> um, and essentially, I passed out on uh, one of my buddy's couches. And I woke up the next morning, disoriented, hungover, and all wet. <laughs> and I originally thought, um, hopefully maybe somebody just poured water on me as a joke. But then I thought about it more. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where things got a little, uh, little took a turn for the worse. Um, so, turns out I, I wet myself, I peed myself. Um, first time in a while, but <laughs> it happens so. to all of us. Um, and of course I took out my phone to check things and it wasn't working. So you, you just pissed on your phone? I peed all over myself. My phone was in my pocket and broke my phone. Was it not, aren't a lot of iPhones waterproof? It was one of the older ones. It was like, uh, I don't know. It was a seven or a six or something. Those ones aren't waterproof. And (laughs) certainly not piss proof. Certainly not (laughs) piss proof. So for all you guys out there. You're gonna go out drinking. Maybe take your phone out of your pocket right before you go to bed. Put it on your, put it on your side table uh, or on the ground next to you. Give it to a trusted friend. Give it to a trusted friend because you're in no condition. Or you just yourself. get 
a life proof case, and then it that those are piss proof yes. no matter what. Those are piss proof. Well, uh, <laughs> waterproof. Not, I don't know piss proof. True. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Don't want to get into that, trouble. Is that something different? If you put your phone in a bottle of water or a bottle of pee, would, would it be the same? Is it just like liquid? Is it liquid proof? No. Well, I think so. I would hope so. I would think that pee might be a little more viscous than just plain old water. So if it could keep out the water molecules, certainly could keep out the pee molecules. Maybe my uh, science isn't great on that, but... uh, yeah, well, sorry about all the pee and poop talk on the podcast. Yeah. I swear this is not going to be a theme for how <laughs> this podcast is going to yeah. go. It just came up naturally mm-hmm. twice, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, there's something special about an iPhone with no case on. Like, Apple just knows how to... They somehow make me love their products without me knowing exactly why I keep buying their products. Mm-hmm. It's the little things of like that they make easy... That you don't realize you actually care about. They're just, they're very sleek and sexy products. That shit, it's just built different. And that's a fact. Like, I saw this one thing and it was like, you need two hands to open up, like, an HP laptop because, like, the bottom will go up with the Mm -hmm. top. But with, like, an Apple, you just need, like, two fingers. Just two fingers. Nice little fleck. Oh, my gosh. You gotta love the nice little fleck of Mm -hmm. an Apple product. Um, But, yeah, and also having... Everything work together. We have like the AirPods that yes. automatically connect. You take them out, they turn on. You put them in the air, they're connected. Your music starts playing. Apple, Apple has the uh, people of this world held hostage, and we I got no choice. We got no choice. They just came out with new headphones, over the ear headphones that are five hundred and fifty dollars. With if with an extra hundred fifty dollars, you could get the newest phone, like the base newest mm-hmm. phone. Yeah. A phone that is wild, and they sold out instantly. Shock, instant, instant. instant. People, they, Apple has us by our throats, Paradise. and they're just feeding, <laughs> and they're feeding us yes. everything, and we just keep giving them their money, which is a bummer. Yeah, but, but it's just gonna keep on happening. Yeah, it all comes back to the green tax message bubbles. Oh, yeah, you, oh my <laughs> god! Once, once they figure out uh, other companies, Android figures out how to get rid of those green tax message bubbles. The game is going to change. Big time. There's nothing uglier than Big a time. green text message. I, I can be... I'm like 50% sure if I met Liv mm-hmm. and she didn't have iMessage, I don't know if we would be... I don't know if I would have held the conversation. Yeah, there's something there's something disconcerting about seeing green text message bubbles. Oh, that's so true. And I hate mm-hmm. that that's true, but it is. It just is what it is. Another another um, guilty pleasure mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of universally has, but nobody wants to really acknowledge, is when you're with your friends, I mean, you don't need to be with your friends, but most of the time when you're with your friends and you're on YouTube, someone ends up typing in car accident videos or fatal <laughs> car accident videos. Those, those late night sessions of watching Fail Army and car, Russian car accident videos. <laughs> are simply, you know, you can't replace that with anything else. And, you know, you got to feel bad about watching these car accident videos. Some of them look pretty bad. People are definitely hurt. But there's something very funny about seeing an 18-wheeler smoke a Honda Civic going 70 down the highway. (laughs) Don't judge me. I don't know if it's, like, genuine laughter or nervous laughter, but I don't know why. 
But that is, it's always, you, other, it always makes me laugh. Other people's uh, disfortune brings us joy. I don't understand how For better or for worse. Like, think about any classic form of comedy. Like, think about, like, the black and white, like, fast-moving thing. It's just them getting hurt. Yes. And that, it's look still at Tom funny. And, look at Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. It's classic example. Just, just them beating hurt. the shit out of each other. <laughs> but with, with no blood and gore, yeah. so they can show it to little kids. And they freaking love it. Oh, wow, that's funny. You don't even need words. You don't, don't even need, need to words. say anything. You can just beat the shit out of each other, mm-hmm. and it's funny. That's fun. Oh, my. Maybe that's how we should get start by getting views. Yeah. You just beat the shit out of me, and people will watch it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good start. Definitely something we should consider. Um. So now I'll I'll take take the reins with some of my guilty pleasures here. Um. I think a lot of people can relate to this one. Uh, it's very seasonal, and we're talking about eggnog here. Um, so eggnog comes out, you know, in like November, sometimes a little bit earlier and I love eggnog. It's not very good for me. I, I don't know how many people like eggnog. I bet it's 50, 50. It's you love it or you hate it. I've Something. never met someone that's like, eh, I yeah. like eggnog. That I'll, is one I'll of have the, it if yeah. you have it, you know, either you're going out to the store and you're getting the container or you're just like, I don't want it. And... An interesting point that I thought about today was uh, the price of eggnog could be a lot higher, and I think I'd still buy it. It could be, yes, I agree. It could be just about anything, but you need to get at least one liter of eggnog per holiday season. I'm the same. I'm with you, Sean. Mm -hmm. I think eggnog is incredible. I think towns should change their tap water to eggnog in December. (laughs) I yeah no it's. I don't care how much it costs. I think the funny thing about eggnog is if it was a year-round thing, I don't think I would like it because I would get sick of it. Because it is, it's literally it's slime. Rich. It's, it's slime. rich and it's creamy. And uh, it's not very good for you. So it's probably a good thing that it's not I've year-round. never been in a good mood the day after drinking eggnog. <laughs> Any amount. I can have a glass of eggnog. I can drink the whole thing, which normally ends up happening mm-hmm. once I get into eggnog. Little glass, I just keep filling it up. And then the next day, I am the grumpiest person ever. It, it just doesn't sit good. It doesn't sit good. Definitely no. a guilty pleasure, for sure. It goes down smooth, though. Oh, so smooth. Rolls. I think it rolls. It, roll, it rolls down the gullet. It's so <laughs> creamy, it rolls down your throat. Mm-hmm. So this next one is uh, a little bit more uh, personal, close to my heart. But, okay. you know... Uh, it's episode two, so I feel like I can trust our listeners here. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a good following So, base. we're gonna... I'll just start off by saying masturbating. Let's talk about it. Let's unwrap it. <laughs> so, um, everybody does it. Not everybody talks about it, but everybody should talk about it, because everybody does it. Does and everyone do it? Do uh, girls do it? Do oh, they, yeah. Do all girls do it? Girls be flicking the bean around. I know it, for a fact. Um... <laughs> But, so, masturbating, you know, whether you do it one time a day, two times a day, three times a day, you don't feel very good after you do it. <laughs> like, five minutes or ten minutes after you're done, you're thinking, did I really have to do that? Did I have to take 15 minutes of my day to do that? Yeah. Or maybe less, maybe more. I don't know you what your schedule I, is like. I kind of almost, dis- I think you can masturbate a reasonable amount within a week. What is, and it's no, what, it's not guilty. It's what just, is reasonable? Okay, I think like a healthy. If I was to look up like how much should I be masturbating, mm-hmm. 
I feel like the internet would say no more than three to four times a week. Okay. I feel like that, you know, you're getting days off. You're not really losing that sex drive. Right. Oh. But. Well, talking about sex drives. <laughs> we're really so, just sending it. So, um, you know, masturbating is one of those things where you just do it. And I've ran into the trouble. I don't know if anybody can relate to this. But I'll masturbate, say, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. A nice little afternoon delight. Yep. With no intention of seeing my girlfriend later in the day. And doing the deed, smashing. You know what I mean? Um, and if I masturbate, and then she says, I want to hang out, you know, then I'm expected to do the deed, have sexual relations. And I want to. Yeah. But it's almost as if I've used all of my elixir up. My sex drive isn't as high as it would have been. Yeah. And then I regret masturbating yes. even more. Yes, if if it's that close, mm-hmm. it's not a good combo. That, right. that obviously, I'm sure every guy has had some sort of right. instance where they jerked off and then was like, "Oh shit, I should have I should have sh- saved, saved this. Saved I should have saved this load and used it more wisely." Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you can't just be throwing loads. Around. <laughs> no, you only got so much. You only got so much. Well. Well, you'll keep, I mean, you, you keep you, on producing all your life. I think it just slows down a lot as you get older. So like there's a 70 year old. Yeah. Right. Cause that's how like these like 70 year olds and like 25 year olds have like kids. Right. Right. Cause you can still, I mean, so as far as I know, males, they produce sperm from once they hit puberty and they start jerking off until they die. It's just slows mm. down as they get older. While with women, they only have a certain they amount got of eggs like, in the pot. How many is that? Like, is it like three? Only like three hundred or something. Like uh, it's got to be more than that. I don't know. Well, think think about this, Brian. If you're releasing an egg every time you have a period, if you only had three hundred, what from fifteen to thirty-five? Mental math. You know, okay, we're not talking about this shit. We <laughs> literally know nothing about this stuff. Yeah. We are not experts. Yeah, you guys. On yeah, the look, human look it up, guys. Yeah, don't come to us. For, you tell us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys should be telling us this shit. All right, so. Something I want to say about girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, it's not about uh, doing the deed. It's about... it's Girlfriends is more than that. Yeah. <laughs> certainly Hopefully. more. Yes. Um, watching TV with your girlfriend. We kind of touched up on it last episode, watching New Girl, mm-hmm. um, which is fun. But I want to bring up something that I think is funny that Liv does mm-hmm. when you're watching TV. Sure. Liv loves... To explain a TV show. It's like so much that like, I'll like come in and ask her about a TV show. Like, like, oh, like, oh, who is that? And like, I'm not looking for like an in-depth response, but she'll pause, pause the TV and she'll, she'll start from the beginning. And I think this is like the funniest thing ever. Cause I'm like, just like very casual. Right. And this is like, this is a lot to her. Like this means a lot. She loves explaining. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, I, I like listening because if she likes telling me that stuff, like, that's awesome. Right, exactly. But, like, I have no intention of, like, really staying or staying put. <laughs> so it's like she's telling me all this stuff and I just feel like I'm almost wasting your time because I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to be here every time you're like, Do you I'm feel not involved. that by her investing so much time and in telling you about the TV show, everything that you need to know, 
she is almost taking you hostage in a way to watch that TV show with her. Mm, I probably for the rest of the episode, I feel like I should probably stay because right. I can't. Polite. I can't sit here and just kind of like go on my phone while I'm waiting for you to join like the Xbox party oh. or whatever. If I ask a question, or she starts explaining, I, I'm gonna stick around for a little bit out of respect. Let's talk about using your phones during TV shows. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, most recently, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Game of Thrones. Very good TV show. Me and my girlfriend are rewatching. Me and Danielle are rewatching. That's fun. Which is fun. And so she claims that she's watched the show through and through. Uh, we before we started dating separately, we watched the show. But let me tell you. <laughs> When we watch it together and she's on her phone, you know, playing on Instagram or whatever, playing her Candy Crush, and then she starts asking me questions about the TV show, and let me be honest, if she watched the TV show one time through, she should know the answers to these questions that she's asking me. And what I want to say is just, you know, if you're so interested and you want to know the answers, just just put the phone down and watch the watch the program. Yeah. That's... Watching in depth and uh, like shows that aren't new girl that you don't really have to yes. pay attention to with Daniela is tough because I feel like she's not as invested as she has to be to get all the details. It's like some shows are intense and you gotta be right. there. You gotta be there all the way. Yeah. To really catch everything. Do you prefer a show where you have to be there or you don't have to be there? I guess you can't relate them. It's you need shows it's for each. It's, yeah, like late night, you know, right before bed. You're not gonna turn on an episode of Black Mirror, however. Right. No, although like Office. Yes, Office. The Office. Something is... that I don't. I've seen so many times. I don't really have to pay attention too much, but I can look at the TV at any time, and there's gonna be something funny there that's yeah. gonna make me laugh. Yeah, no, that's true. That's mm-hmm. good. But yeah, um, that's tough. I um. Do you mind, like, people asking questions during a movie or TV show? Like, some people, like, like obviously Liv, she likes the questions. Like, if I started um, a show and asked questions, she would like that, obviously. Yeah, so I don't I don't mind. Uh, like, if I've, like, when I'm watching Game of Thrones with Daniela, I don't mind that she asks questions because I've already seen the show. So I don't have to be as into it mm-hmm. to, like, turn to her and explain something to her because, like, I'm happy to help and, like... Help her understand it and, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, so we can both enjoy the show together. However, say I'm watching a movie and all the lights are on. It's mm-hmm. a different vibe than if all the lights are off and we're, like, the volume's high and we're in movie mode and we decided, like, oh. we're going to watch a movie. Then I would rather just watch it in silence and not talk too much. But if it's, like, during the day, all the lights are on, we're just kind of watching a movie, like, just to, like, have something to do, like, while we're still hanging out and stuff then I don't mind the questions. But if we're in movie mode, I prefer not the questions. So it's all about... It's all about setting and atmosphere. Reading reading the room. You gotta read the room. You gotta read the room. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a respectful answer. Yeah, yeah. I feel like some people like can't... They have a problem with just describing anything. Right. I have no problem describing. I have to pause every once in a while to like describe something, but I feel like I'm pretty good. Like, oh, that's uh, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. He's dating her. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's his sister. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, in-depth stuff, I'll, I like explaining after. Yeah. If you've got questions, like, like, all right, let's review 
the movie or let's view like what was your favorite parts that kind of stuff I like that talk. what did the movie mean to you yeah yeah how were you moved yes I like that stuff after just to save it to the end yeah but little side notes I like yeah I don't mind little side notes ooh on movies yeah. uh, how do you feel about subtitles I used to hate subtitles because obviously I'm just reading subtitles the entire time like if there's subtitles on a movie I can't keep my eyes off the subtitles mm. however I've gotten more used to subtitles because Liv likes them and they were on on this TV at the house I'm staying at right now yep and I've gotten better at like managing. Yeah. Like I when I should be looking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because it's I, my eyes would always be down yeah. and just Direct. reading, and I'm like, I'm not even watching. I'm reading a book right now. Right. Like an audio book. Yeah. But I mean, I'm kind of like indifferent. Yeah. Now I, I like the subtitles. I, I I think they're like like because then like I can keep the volume like a little bit lower, so it's not like overwhelming. And then, that's true. Like, if I was in a movie theater, I wouldn't want subtitles because it's loud, like, just like I mm-hmm. said, the setting. Yep. But if, like, the movie's kind of lower, and by reading the subtitles, I'm already getting ready to get old and lose my hearing, then I can uh, already read re- subtitles yeah. really well. And it's got to be good for, like, reading. <clears throat> yeah. good practice. Sure. Because, I, I, I mean, I don't read many books, so nope. that's that's where I get my reading. Yeah. <laughs> you get your words <laughs> yeah. in that, yeah. No, that's good. I, I feel like now I should start watching TV with subtitles. I think like that's a good thing to practice. Yeah. Don't make me... I'm convinced now. I'm not pushing convi- on I'm no, not pushing no, no, on. no. You convinced me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice touch to it. I am pro-subtitle. I'm glad I could convince yep. you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Sean, back to... Let's go Let's go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Backtrack a little bit. Yep. Beginning of this episode, you said that you wanted to talk about something mm-hmm. um, that was on your mind kind of bothering you and you said earlier to me before we started the podcast you said that this could probably be the main point of discussion yes so so let me take it away um so this is a little more serious than most of our talks um so i have a a friend of mine um so i'm a junior in college and a friend of mine we started rooming together uh at the very at the very beginning freshman year of college first semester um when i first met him you know he's a really cool guy He's very laid back, very chill, like nice guy. Um, and then since then, um, you know, sophomore year, he got a girlfriend um, or like end of freshman year into sophomore year. And then unfortunately she broke up with him and he was, he was, he loved her. He was very attached to her. And I think that kind of triggered something in him um, that kind of, you know, short circuited something maybe. And I want him to, you know, get over that, but it's hard to, you know, tell somebody to get over that. And it's, it's sad to see how much that's really changed him, um, from his drinking habits to his, like, not really caring as much about, like, school and stuff. And then, ultimately, all that's kind of built up of kind of seeing him go down this slippery slope. And I'm at a point now where I kind of have to make a decision, um on like how to what I can do and how to help him. So so how how bad is it like really getting? So I talked to one of my other buddies um who's living with him right now. Um and I was talking I was asking him about him how he's doing and stuff, asking him if he's working out, asking him if he's um doing schoolwork in this finals week and he said he has not seen him do any working out, no schoolwork, oh. 
nothing like that and just been getting drunk like almost every night. That's not a good look. Not a good look. Um, and obviously I care about him because, you know, we've known each other for the past three years. And uh, he's a, he's I know he's a good guy, like, inside. Like, he's just got some, like, stuff that he's got to work through. So, basically, my options here, and he's on the football team as well. Um, and I've kind of given it some thought. I've talked to Ryan about it. And uh, talked about possibly letting my coach know, our head coach know. You know, um, when I first heard this story, I thought like, like, oh my God, you got to like help him. Mm-hmm. You got to like contact his like parents. Like right. if you're really concerned about this person and it seems like you care about him and it seems like it's gotten pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten pretty, <clears throat> like, don't get me wrong. There's, I mean, he's not in any like danger, imminent danger yes. or anything. Like he's, he's still like a functioning guy. Like yep. he's, he's like not. But then, he's at the top of a very slippery slope. Right, exactly. And I don't want to see him slide anymore and then yeah. mess up anything that isn't reversible. I mean, he's, like, th- as if things keep continuing as they are, he's not going to pass any of his classes, Correct. right? And he's yeah. not going to be on the football team. And, and that's just a dark path. Yeah. So, basically, um, I have a decision to make um, about whether I should contact my coach and maybe just say there's a buddy on the team i'm worried about him i see him going down the slippery slope and tell him this and like basically like see what his advice is yeah but then my the another part of me is like i don't want to get my buddy in any you know trouble or anything like that i don't want to rat on him so to speak um but I'm at a point there where I have to make a decision on what to do. Because if I don't, then it's just going to bother me. Yeah. yeah. Well, ultimately, obviously, mm-hmm. the first thing you got to say is it's not your responsibility to take care of another person. Right. But I think it speaks to a lot of, of your character caring about someone mm-hmm. and like wanting the best for them. Right. However, you can't obviously control their life. Yes. I think that... Talking to your coach and start off by just not name dropping. Yeah. Just saying that you know someone on the team and we're all getting a little worried for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any wrong in that. I think that's definitely the way to go. And I think, let's think, let's say like 10 years. Let's say like this is the beginning of his path to recovery. We'll say. <laughs> sure. He'll be thankful you did that. Mm-hmm. And it might suck now, but like in the future, like if it works out and you help him, like he's only going to be thankful. Right. And, like, he might be like, err. But then he might look up to you and be like, like, dude, like, you really helped him get out of that rut. True. Which would be good. But at the end of the day, like, it's not your responsibility. And I, I, I'm scared you're going to be like, oh, like, I, I failed him. If, like, mm-hmm. he keeps continuing on his path, but it's not your responsibility at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just a decision I have to make. Um, and, I mean, I'll probably end up telling our coach um just because you know i know our coach really well he's a really nice guy yeah um i have a few stories that I can you like go you like this coach i like this coach he's 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 like no coach i've had before you know he's a really nice guy um but you know you get on the football fields and it's like he's it's like night and day he flips the uh, switch. He fl- he flips the switch quite literally. <laughs> yes. yes. And um, a couple stories. Um, I can... We'd love to hear. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
So my freshman year, uh, first semester when I first started playing, um, I remember it was on like a kickoff or something, you know, like just like kind of like nothing like too serious. And I was kind of like not hustling my hardest down the down the field. And I remember he came up to me and he grabbed me and he said, Sean, if you don't start fucking hustling, I'm going to put you in a box and send you back to Maine. <laughs> and you which, can, that's a funny thing to say when you're only in New Hampshire, which is literally like you're 30 minutes away. Yes. And um, <laughs> it's just such a, it's such a crazy thing to hear from a guy that the only interactions you've had with him before that was in the recruiting process and it was when he was meeting your parents and stuff and like you'd meet him there and he's a super nice guy super genuine like very kind very respectful <laughs> and then to just see that flip switched when he's in football mode was that is, the, was that the first thing that he said to you that was like, like that my, was the first that impressive was, thing. that was my first interaction with him and you're on like a football field Whoa. and i was like oh so you oh. probably started hustling <laughs> after yeah, that yeah probably started hustling a little bit more down the field um, because, you know, like I said, like with him, when you meet him outside of football, like, he's just a regular old he's just, he's just, he's just, <laughs> he's, he's a nice guy. Like, for example, I remember I was in CVS with my girlfriend getting like, I don't know, uh, soap or something, yeah. whatever. She needed yeah. soap or like something like that. Like, and, like candy bags. I feel like that's what you get at CVS. They have a yeah. lot, they have a whole aisle, no matter what time of year, they always have those like. Halloween, like, candy bags. You can always count on CVS for candy. Would you think they wouldn't have, like, stuff that would hurt you? Like, yeah. That's what they got rid of cigarettes. You can't buy any nicotine at CVS. That's... Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, that was, like, five years ago? You really? can't... Because, yeah. I, I mean... I missed that news blurb. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of makes sense. They want to present themselves as, like, a healthier... Yeah, that makes sense. But they got sense, a actually. huge freaking row of candy. Yeah, they have some, they have some sweets there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so me and Daniela were in there... And Coach Mack was in there, and he kind of snuck up on us. And he, I just heard him say, "Hey, shut up!" <laughs> and let me tell you, I nearly uh, shit a brick in my pants. But then, like, he was just talking to Daniela and like, like introducing himself, and like, just a super nice guy. And I remember, and I quote, Daniela said <laughs> after we left the store, "That guy's the sweetest old man I've ever met." And I'm yeah. just like, "You don't know him. <laughs> you ain't seen what you I don't seen. Know him like I do." Yeah, that would have been funny. I wish you guys were just buying condoms. I feel like like that would have been awesome if you guys were like looking at the assortment of condoms. Yeah, and that's where he came up and just had a regular oh, conversation. God. Yeah, that would have been a bummer. But oh. yeah, he's a super nice guy, super genuine. So I mean, I I think I he I trust him enough. He trusts me enough that I think I will end up telling him what's going on, and hopefully, I'm sure he can help me figure out what exactly to do yeah no this is definitely a sticky situation and i mean the the worst part is is we're uh 20 years old and we don't know shit yeah <laughs> so like i feel like might as well go to someone that has probably a lot it's of experience been, been around the block a few times yep and yeah. I, I i don't i can't imagine coach mac would get mad at you mm -hmm. for reaching out or the person that has the issue mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah, so that's probably what I'll end up doing, and I'll, uh, I'm i sure I'll have more to say about it on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you going to reach out, like, soon? Uh, yeah, I mean, better sooner rather than later with this stuff, I guess. True, especially, yeah. like, if he can reach out now, mm -hmm. maybe there's a chance that he can pass one of his finals. Yeah. 
that's the that's the goal right now. That's yeah. the goal. Trying to make help saving lives. Yeah, trying to doing my best. You're a hero, bro. You're a hero. <laughs> An American hero. Yes, thank sir. you. That Just means doing a your lot. best. Coming from a guy like you, that means a lot. Awesome. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up episode two. Dose. Dose. Yeah, another one in the books. Another one. In the Many books. more to come. Let's yes. hope so. Yes. Um. Yeah. This, this is a good length right here. Yeah, I think um, we're gonna try to get around between thirty and forty-five minutes. Um, like a good like car lane. Yeah, good car ride. Car ride. You know, you're going down, say from uh, Wells, like, Maine to uh, Durham, New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah. So this is just for you. This we're is doing for, it for you. This is for my car rides from Wells, Maine to yes. my school. So we can listen to ourselves talk. Yes. Awesome. All right, Sean. Well, till the next episode. Till the next episode. Love you guys. Peace.